Hey, Traders Point family, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and I wanna wish you a Happy New Year. Thank you so much for taking just a minute to join us for this special online worship experience wherever you may be tuning in from around the world. I also wanna invite you to be at one of our campuses next weekend. I'm gonna be sitting down with good friends of ours, Brian Welch and his daughter, Jenea, to have a conversation with them. Now, if you don't know who Brian Welch is, he's probably the most known for being a guitarist in the band Korn. And if you don't know who Korn is, that's okay. You don't have to know who they are. You don't have to be a fan of their music in order to get a lot out of what Brian's gonna be sharing with us next weekend. Uh, Brian and Janae are gonna be talking to us about their relationship with God, their relationship with one another as father and daughter, and some things that they've been learning along the way. And I think that you're gonna be encouraged by it, challenged by it. You're gonna laugh at some of the things they have to say because they're really funny people. And you're gonna find that they're just human beings like us. And we're gonna have a great conversation uh, that I think will be really good for every one of us to hear. And it's gonna be a good weekend for you to invite friends to come with you. Well, right after Christmas and before New Year's Day, I like to just sit down and to reflect back before I look ahead. And so I just wanna take a quick minute to look back at the year we just came out of. 2019 was an incredible year for our church. God has just done so many things in this past year. There have been hundreds of people who have been connected to Jesus in groups and in serving. We've had over 600 baptisms in our church. That's amazing. Uh, people age eight all the way up to age 88 and everywhere in between. And some amazing stories have been coming across my desk, uh, stories of lives that have been changed and impacted in incredible ways. In fact, one of the things that I've been hearing more and more here lately is people will send me an email or they'll come up to me at a restaurant or they'll stop me in the hallway and they'll simply say these powerful words. They'll say, Trader's Point saved my life. And at first I thought, man, that's uh, maybe a little melodramatic. But then as they begin to tell me what they meant by that, it made a lot of sense. They'll go on to talk about how um, the ministry of this church impacted their lives in such a way that it saved their marriage. It, it saved them from an addiction. It saved their waning faith. Now, I want you to know that we don't take any of the credit for that, that we give God all the glory for it, but I also want to acknowledge that God always uses people to impact other people. He always has, and he always will. And I want to share those thoughts with you because that's what you've done. If you've been a part of our church, if you've been generous, if you've been in a group, if you've been serving, if you've been demonstrating the love of Jesus to other people, you're, you're just as much a part of that mission and vision as anyone else on our team. And I wanna thank you for that. And because of 2019, I think 2020 is gonna be even better. We're gonna start the year off in a big way. In fact, in January, we launched campus number five, and in February, we launched campus number six. So I want you to write these dates down on your calendar. Sunday, January the 19th, we are launching our Midtown campus in the Broad Ripple area. We're gonna start portable at first in the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Broad Ripple. And then on Sunday, February 23rd, we're gonna be launching our Northeast campus in the Fishers area at Fall Creek Intermediate School. So I wanna ask you to be praying for both of these campus launches. If you'd like to be a part of either one of those campuses, if you live within a 20 minute drive of either of those areas, then I wanna invite you to, to check out those grand openings when they come. 
Man, I believe that God is gonna do even more in and through our church in 2020, and I wanna invite you to be a part of it. There's a few days left in the year to financially contribute to the mission of our church via the website or the church app. And finally, I just wanna take a few minutes to share with you a few thoughts that are on my heart for our church as we head into a new year. You know, a few weeks ago, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was sharing with me about a friend of hers that she's been praying to invite to church. Now, so far, this friend has been unreceptive to an invitation. She's, she's not a believer. And so she was just sharing with me some of the conversations and the emails that they've been having back and forth. And then at one point, I really loved this thought that she shared with me. She said, you know, Aaron, the gospel is incredibly simple and yet we make it so complicated. And it's actually in the complications, that, that's what the people are rejecting when I extend an invitation. And I couldn't agree with her more. I think as we head into a new year, it is gonna be so important for us as a church family to get back to the simplicity and the beauty of the gospel message. It really is not as complicated as we often make it. I'm not quite sure who said it first, but I really like this acronym for the word grace. And it's simply this, grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace is free to us, but it doesn't mean it didn't cost him everything. It's God's riches at Christ's expense. When Jesus invited the disciples to follow him, I love how he put it in Matthew chapter four, verse 19. He simply says this, Come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. Some translations say, make you fishers of men. Now there's really three words that jump out at me in that one little verse. And these are the three words that I wanna leave us as a church family to think about as we head into 2020. It's just simply the words come, follow, and make. And I want us to focus on these three simple yet incredibly powerful words for us as a church family. The first word is just come. You know, the invitation that I think so many people miss is the one for them to come just as they are. I'm amazed at how many people think that they can't come to church because of something in their past or because of some questions that they don't have answers to or some beliefs that are unresolved. Jesus always met people right where they were. He looked them in the eye and he loved them. And there's a very real difference between loving someone and approving of everything that they do. You do not have to approve of everything in someone's life in order to love them. 1 Corinthians 13 says that without love, all of our words are like a clanging cymbal. It's just annoying. And as a church, we're gonna make sure that this message is loud and clear. People are in process. No one is fully formed. I mean, even if you've been following Jesus for 50 years, there's still work to do. And we are in different places in our spiritual journey, and that's okay. And so as a church, we're gonna fling the doors wide open to anyone and everyone. We won't be seeker sensitive in the sense that we'll water anything down, but we will be sensitive to where people are coming from because Jesus was. He was kind and understanding to all sorts of broken, messy, and irreligious people. And I just wanna extend the invitation to you, whoever you are, just come. The second word is follow, which means that even though the invitation is that we come as we are, 
we don't stay as we are. Jesus invited people to follow him before they ever cleaned themselves up, figured things out, or had their questions answered. Listen, if you wait until you have all those things buttoned up, you'll never follow him. You see, we get those things sorted out. We get our beliefs sorted out. We get our questions answered. We get our lives cleaned up as we follow him, which means that discipleship, which is just a fancy word for following Jesus, is always gonna be messy. And it's always gonna be a bit unpredictable. And it's also gonna be something incredibly difficult to measure. So I wanna encourage you to do three things in the new year to help you follow Jesus. The first thing is to engage with God's word, which is different than just get on a Bible reading plan. Now, I don't have anything against Bible reading plans. I'm in one right now. But one of the things that I've observed is that oftentimes you get somebody that's really excited to read God's word. They start in Genesis. By the time they get to Leviticus, they're out. And I want you to be in it longer than that. So instead, maybe read a proverb a day, maybe start in the Gospel of John, spend about 10 minutes reading, then sit back and ask yourself, what is God saying to me from these verses? And ask yourself, what am I gonna do with it? That's application, and when am I gonna do it? When you engage with God's word in that way, which is all about life application, it'll change your interaction with it. The second thing is I wanna encourage you to get connected to life-giving relationships, which is what we mean when we say get into a group. And all that means is that you're gonna surround yourself with a half a dozen to a dozen other people just like you, and you're gonna pray with one another, encourage each other, help each other apply God's word to your life so that you know that you're not in this alone. The third thing is I just wanna ask you to start serving somewhere, whether that's once a month or every other week or every week. See, instead of just coming and consuming a service, when you begin to serve other people, it'll revolutionize the way that you experience church. The third and the final word is make. You know, Jesus' mission is people. So he said to his disciples, I will make you fishers of men. People matter, all kinds of people. And the whole purpose of spiritual growth is to provide you and me a good enough foundation from which we can lovingly engage all kinds of people. The purpose of reading the Bible isn't just to fill your head with Bible knowledge. The purpose of growing spiritually isn't just so that you can become a better Christian. All of it is for the purpose of you and me to be able to extend a loving hand to people who are far from God. May we never forget that. That's the whole purpose of our church, our mission is to remove unnecessary barriers, to get people to Jesus so that he can do in their lives what no one else can. And I'm super excited to be able to do this with you in 2020 and beyond. And so I just wanna lead us in a word of prayer today as we close out 2019 and as we begin 2020, let's just focus our eyes on Jesus. Father, we come to you right now and I'm so grateful for 2019, all of the incredible things that you did in and through our church, the hundreds and, and even thousands of lives that were impacted by the ministry of our church family. And so now God, we, we thank you for that. And now we look ahead to a brand new year and we ask that you would do even more. We ask that you would reach more people, change more lives, do more ministry because this world is a dark place and it needs the light of the gospel of grace. 
Help us to not get in the way of that, but to make it as clear as we can so that as many people as possible can come to know and experience the grace that is available through your son, Jesus Christ. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen.